Maybe your psychic abilities are activating and coming online, you're remembering past lives, or perhaps you're just curious about psychic placements in astrology. Well, this video is for you. Hi everyone, it's Rhea, and in this video I'm going to be sharing with you psychic placements in astrology and how to find them. This video is going to get deep, it's going to be very etheric and very enlightening, so get cozy because there's a lot to demystify. And I think before we get started, before we enter the deep end of the ocean, it's important that I give you a background of myself so you know who I am, where my information is coming from, and the purpose behind this video. So I am clairvoyant and clairaudient, which means I can see from my mind's eye and I can also hear spirits. I'm also a channeler, which means that I can use my vessel to bring forth higher consciousness. And that's where I get my information from. My information is channeled. I have not read this somewhere else. I haven't copied and pasted it. This is what I have received from my higher guidance and also the memories that I have from the ancient lifetimes where I did practice ancient esoteric astrology. So that's where my information is coming from. Now, let me also give you a little background on my childhood so you know how I have these abilities. Now, I had a very intense, to say the least, a very intense childhood. I was going through a lot of training and initiation at a young age. I was having a very shamanic upbringing, so I was learning about the more darker, deeper aspects of life, learning a lot about how to remove entities, how to cleanse the home, how to remove spirits from the home, how to transmute dark magic. I was exposed to that at a very young age. So my path was a little more intenser. My path is very shamanic and very hardcore. Like I do not do the fluffy bunny stuff. And I do work with NC removal through hypnosis and quantum energy healing. And also when I was growing up, I would predict a lot for my family. Like I just have psychic knowings, psychic visions. I would always remember past lives, which is a little difficult because it was so confusing. Like at a young age, you don't really have the maturity to understand certain things and it can be very confusing. And there was also a time where I couldn't even go to sleep because as soon as I would go to sleep, I was able to just travel to another realm and I didn't know what was going on. And it was a little scary at first, but I had to be exposed to that at a young age in order to be who I am right now. And I did get a bit of a break in my teenage years and then my abilities started to activate again when I hit 18. So that's a little background on myself. I hope you understand who I am now and where my information is coming from. And also my purpose behind this video is to empower you, to empower you so you can connect with your divinity. So what are psychic placements in astrology? Well, the key word here is psychic. And this word, you can interpret it as perceiving beyond the physical senses. So we all have five senses, right? But when you are working with psychic energy, you are working with your five senses, but then you're also working with your psychic senses, which are known as the five clairs. And if you want to learn more about that, I have a spiritual alchemy guide where I break it down for you. The link will be down below. So you can check that out, but we want to keep this video on track. So I won't dive deep into that yet, perhaps in another video. So psychic placements in astrology, we're looking at placements that would reveal that you are able to perceive beyond the physical realm. Now, when you think of psychic and psychic energies and perceiving beyond the physical realm, you would think about clairvoyance, you would think about the sixth sense, you would think about prophetic dreams, you would think about clairaudience, channeling. Those are some of the words that come up when you think about perceiving beyond the physical realms and psychic energy. And when someone says they're psychic, they often mean they can look at the past, see the present, and predict the future. Although the future, from one perspective, it's set in stone, and from the other perspective, it's playing in the now, which is so uh, annoying to me. Like, as someone who works with 
past lives and future timelines, you know, that is a very complex subject. So psychic predictions, take them with a grain of salt. So psychic placements in astrology would reveal if you have the ability to channel higher consciousness, if you are a medium or if you are a psychic who can see the past, present and future timelines, or if you are someone who receives information through your dreams, through your success, through clairvoyance or clairaudience. So that is psychic placements in astrology in a nutshell. And I think the most popular question is, does everyone have psychic gifts and abilities? And to answer that, I'm going to say yes and no. Yes, in the sense of we all have psychic energy within us. We are ancient souls. So we have lived out many lifetimes where we have been very psychically advanced. However, in this lifetime, we have descended. So we are, without coming across as harsh, we are the dumbed-down version of ourselves. We don't have the abilities that we did in ancient times. We don't have that DNA right now. Right now, we're in the process of remembering and reawakening and realigning and reintegrating. That's where we are at right now. However, there's some people whose path is to develop on their psychic gifts and abilities or also to share their gifts and abilities with others, whether it's through work or just healing in their family and in relationships. And when I say no, I mean that it's not everyone's path. Not everyone has incarnated to focus on their psychic gifts and abilities to reawaken them or to work with them in their career. That's not everyone's path. But also, on the other hand, as a collective, what is the purpose of being here? The greater purpose is to reawaken, reactivate, and remember who we are and create new earth. So yes, no, maybe so. It all depends on your chart and your purpose and your incarnation. So how do you know if you have psychic abilities and gifts and if it is your path in this lifetime? Well, I'm going to share with you four obvious placements that will reveal if you have strong psychic gifts and abilities, natural gifts and abilities, and if it is your purpose in this lifetime. Now, bear in mind, I'm just sharing with you four obvious placements. Astrology is very intricate, so there are many layers. So you're not just subject to these four placements that I'm about to share with you. However, they are the four placements that I first look at if I'm looking at someone and their psychic abilities. And in no particular order, the four placements that would reveal your psychic gifts and abilities are the moon, Neptune, Pluto, and the nodes. I say no particular order, however, the first place I always look at is the moon. Always, always, always. I always look at the moon because the moon to me is just such a sensitive part in the chart, which we're going to get into. Okay, I, let me hold on to that because I could talk about the moon all day long. The moon in astrology is the most sensitive luminary. It is the yin energy. So it's very intuitive. It's very receptive, absorbent. It's also very empathic and sensitive. So when I'm looking at the moon in astrology, I'm looking at one's sensitivity, how they are emotionally, their emotional sensitivity. And some people are very sensitive and emotions are also linked to psychic messages from the soul or from your higher guidance. Have you ever had an experience where you're just, you know, getting on with your day-to-day -day life, but this strong emotion just comes out of nowhere and you just feel it and you don't know where it's coming from. Well, that's your psychic energy communicating to you in the form of an emotion. The moon is also the past. 
So this would reveal where you're coming from and the things that you have learned in other lifetimes and also your gifts and abilities. I always look at the moon when it comes to psychic gifts and abilities. To me, it sets the foundation because it's the most sensitive luminary. And I guess you could argue, well, the ascendant is also the most sensitive. Yes, but it's a point in one's chart. It's not actually a celestial body. The moon is. The moon is always changing phases. It's moving signs every two and a half days. It's responsible for the highs and lows of the tides. Our body is made out of 70, 80% of water. We're so sensitive to the moon cycles, the moon phases. We're so sensitive to when we have the full moon, the new moon, the eclipses. And that's because the moon, it triggers us. It impacts us. We flow with it. We are the moon in motion. So you're probably wondering, well, does it matter what sign my moon is in to determine whether I have psychic gifts and abilities? Well, yes and no. Let's start off with a yes. Yes in the sense of the moon is water as opposed to the sun, which is fire. Water is depth. Water is intuitive. Water is empathic. Water is psychic, sensitive. It's memory. Our body is 70 to 80% of water. We're made out of water. We're made out of psychic energy. So we all are psychic, right? However, when you have your moon sign in a water sign, that reinforces that psychic energy. It makes it even more stronger. So as a water moon, if your body is already 70 to 80% of water, and if your moon sign is in a water sign, you're going to be extremely sensitive and psychic aware in comparison to other moons because you have a water moon and the water moons are cancer pisces and scorpio cancer is the only sign ruled by the moon so it's extremely potent pisces is ruled by neptune neptune also rules over psychic energy higher consciousness empathy healing scorpio scorpio is ruled by pluto pluto is spiritual power alchemy it's creation and destruction but also spiritual exorcism so these three moons are extremely psychically sensitive and they have a strong psychic awareness so when they feel they feel at a greater depth than other moon signs and it's not a competition so don't get triggered it's so funny because in the past i've had people leave me comments and tell me oh it's not just water signs that are psychic this that the other like if you have to leave me a comment and you want to argue with me in the comment section and you're triggered that shows me that you have no awareness you have no psychic awareness that's why you're in my comment section whining about what sign is more psychic than the other. Like, it ain't a competition. So back to this video, if you have a water moon in Cancer, Pisces, or Scorpio, you will have a much more intense psychic awareness and psychic senses. However, I would need to see something else in the chart that reinforces this to see if someone has psychic gifts and abilities. I would look at, well, how is their moon position what house is it in and what aspects is it making is it aspecting neptune is it aspecting pluto is it aspecting the nodes i would have to see something else that pushes reinforces that this person has a psychic moon and they're meant to develop these abilities in this lifetime or work with them in some form now from another perspective no it doesn't matter what sign your moon is in because you could have a fire moon an earth moon an air moon but how is your moon positioned? What house is your moon in? How is it aspecting Neptune, Pluto, and the nodes? Like that would also reveal if you have psychic gifts and abilities. So let's break that down. 
I would look at if the moon is positioned in the 12th house. The 12th house is ruled by Neptune. So this is past lives, higher consciousness, psychic energy. It's our psychic sensitivity. Also, if the moon is positioned in the 8th house. Now, the 8th house, it rules over a couple of different things. In its spiritual sense, it rules over the occult and also the psyche. Now, this may not be a very popular outlook on psychic houses but what i have been shown is the fourth house is also a very psychic house and that's because it's at the bottom the fourth house usually rules over home family the place where you rejuvenate your security however i see the fourth house as the womb as well yes you can argue well the ascendant the first house but hear me out the fourth house is the root the beginning of the tree of life it's a very hidden area of life as well it's a very private area of life, but it's also a very deep area of life. It's where all the hidden energy is also buried. It's also past lives, past memories. You would also have to look at, well, is the moon aspecting Neptune, Pluto, or the nodes? Because that would reinforce if one has psychic gifts and abilities that are meant to be worked with in this incarnation. Because you can have a water moon, or you can have your moon positioned in a psychic house, but does that mean that it's your path in this lifetime? That depends on the chart. For some people, their path in this lifetime is to actually live a mundane life and to not be so stuck in the past where they have worked with psychic energy. You know, it could be someone who did a lot of witchcraft in another lifetime and caused a lot of people harm. So in this lifetime, they have to completely detach from their psychic powers because they misused them in the past and they have to live a life with humility. So it's very complicated. It's not as simple as, oh, you know, I have a water moon or my moon is placed in the 12th house. It's much more deeper than that. Now let me demystify to you why I would look at the moon and how it's connected with either Neptune, Pluto, or the nodes. Let's start off with Neptune. Neptune is a very sensitive celestial body and its highest manifestation, it rules over higher consciousness. It's extremely a compassionate energy, a very psychic energy. It rules over dreams, the crown chakra. It's a very otherworldly energy. So this would reveal to me if one can channel, one who can see, and one who can sense and heal. So when I'm looking at Moon and Neptune, I'm looking at channelers, I'm looking at healers, and I'm looking at those that can also see the future and the past because the past, present, and future, they're all playing out constantly. Pluto is alchemy. It's about destruction and creation. Pluto would show me someone who is an alchemist, someone who is a medium, someone who can see the past, present, and future too, and can also work with healing, transforming the darker aspects of life, such as removing entities, transmuting dark magic, closing dark portals. So this is definitely the planet of the shaman and the mystic, and that's because Pluto is Hades. Hades rules over the underworld. So when we're looking at the underworld, we're looking at the souls that need to transition. So Moon and Pluto would show me someone who has the ability to help spirits cross over to the other side. These would be the people who can also help assist entities who want to positive polarize and be of the light. This is someone who can transmute dark magic and bring healing. And then the nodes. The south node is the past. The North Node is the now and the future. So this would reveal if it's one's path to work with their psychic gifts and abilities, or is it not? 
The South Node can tell you the gifts and abilities you have from other lifetimes, what you're bringing into this incarnation, and the North Node will reveal to you, well, what are you going to do with those gifts and abilities, and what is your path in this lifetime? So, the Moon, Neptune, Pluto, and the Nodes reveal quite a lot when it comes to psychic gifts and abilities. How you can understand how the Moon, Neptune, Pluto, and the Nodes are connecting with each other is by looking at the distance between them the geometry, and this is through aspects. So I'm looking at two main aspects when it comes to psychic gifts and abilities, and that's a conjunction and a trine. And I work with tight orbs. So the tighter the trine or the conjunction or the exact it is, the more stronger these abilities will be. I would also look at a sextile. However, conjunction and a trine are way more powerful in terms of the manifestation. Now, some people may also have an opposition or a square. And this would show to me that there is psychic energy. There is a surge of psychic energy. However, these energies are not flowing harmoniously like a trine would, or even a conjunction just depends on the chart. Because it's a disharmonious aspect, a square in opposition, this would show that there would need to be a lot of grounding, a lot of other placements that are very grounded and strong in order to channel that energy. And for others, depending on their chart, they may have to stay clear from their psychic gifts and abilities because there could be some misalignment or even distortion, which could be a detriment to them. So it all just depends on one's chart. And I've seen these aspects in one-to-one -one sessions that I've done with psychics, channelers, and healers who do it professionally. And they always have Moon, Neptune, Pluto, and the South Node connected. If you are a channeler who uses your vessel to channel higher consciousness, or if you're a healer, or you can see, you definitely have Moon and Neptune. If you're more on the shamanic path and you are one who works with entities, removing entities, transmuting dark magic, or even seeing, then you definitely have Moon and Pluto and the South Node. Now, let me just give you some examples. So an example would be, and I've seen this in charts, if you have Neptune in Scorpio and you have your Moon in Scorpio in an exact conjunction or close by, this would reveal to me that you are just a multifaceted healer. You can channel, you can see past, present, and future. You can heal, you're an alchemist, you're perhaps in the shamanic path. If you have Moon trying Neptune, this would also show that you're a channeler, a healer. You could have your Moon and Pluto in a conjunction or in a trine. And I always look at tight orbs. So the closer or the tighter the aspect is, the more stronger it's going to manifest. So there's a lot of psychic combinations, but today I want to present to you the four main obvious placements you can look at in your chart to determine your psychic gifts and abilities. Now, there's much more because astrology is very deep. It's very intricate, but these are the main four. So I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope it was informative. I hope it was also very awakening and enlightening. Share with me your psychic placements in the comment section down below. Like this video, subscribe if you're new here. And if you want to learn more about your psychic placements in your chart, I do offer readings. So you can check out my website, reocorps.com, and I'll see you soon. Lots of love.